Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the second half of our program. Very interesting topic. We're talking about men's health and specifically men's sexual health. My guest is Dr. Dudley Danoff, MD, who's a urologist, author, and graduate of Princeton University and Yale University Medical School. He's the urologist to many Hollywood stars, and he's the recipient of national and international honors. Dr. Danoff's exclusive surgical experience and experience, particularly in the treatment of prostate, kidney, and bladder cancers, has achieved worldwide recognition. He's widely published, the author of two best-selling books, has lectured around the world, and is a respected community philanthropist. His latest book is Male Sexual Health, The Ultimate Guide in How to Stay Vital at Any Age. And that's so important. And he'll give tips today for men of all ages to improve their sexual performance and confidence in life. Welcome, Dr. Danoff. A pleasure to speak with you again, Patricia. Okay, thank you. Yeah, um, this is, uh, you know, of course, this is a subject people go, oh, you know, we talk so much about women and sex, but we don't often talk about the man as much. And actually, that's so important. Uh, Does the... Does the health, of course, we know that your body changes as we get older, but does that have to stop us? I guess that's the very broad question. So we get older, our bodies change, and okay, can we still have a vibrant, healthy, vital life as a man? Oh, absolutely. So as long as you can get out of bed in the morning and brush your teeth and make it to the bathroom and down to the kitchen to eat breakfast, uh, you can be active sexually. Uh, you can't uh, you can't do you know at seventy or eighty or even ninety what you did at at, at twenty, uh, right. but it can be just as rewarding. It's different. You can't run as fast or jump as high. It can be different. Right. Uh, one of my patients said, you know, Doc. He said it takes me all night long to what I used to do all night long. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great one, and you know that's a lot great. of uh, and a lot of the and uh, and a lot of the older men because it does take longer to become aroused and it does take uh, longer to ejaculate actually find that you know a, a great a great plus. <laughs> so so there's a lot to be say said about the aging male and yeah, sexuality. That you're actually able to have more time being intimate. Correct? More time. Yeah, I know. The kids are not screaming. You don't have the pressure of work. Many many of our retirees, you know, have nothing to do all day but hold their mate's hand and, you know, look at the stars and the moon. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of pressure off. Yes. How important is it to be physically active? I'm talking about exercise, aerobics, cardiovascular, strength building, in order to maintain sexual health. Do you have to maintain other kinds of health? Well, it's the heart of the issue. So, you know, there are things that we have no control over, but weight control, diet, exercise, fitness, attitude. Uh, you know, sex is actually a pretty vigorous sport. It takes upper and lower body strength. Uh, it takes cardiovascular fitness. Uh, so uh, uh, if you are going to grow old, you have to be fit in order to have sex. And uh, it's as simple as that. 
So that that's very important. And as you oh, said, wow. I mean, when you're overweight, it's more difficult. And I think it can be more difficult for the woman, too, because there's so much more weight involved. Yes. Yeah. It's, we, call it, we call it the Dunlap syndrome, your belly Dunlap over your belt. Uh, and, you, and you look down, a man looks down and he sees a big punch and he, you know, he can, he can hardly find his, his favorite part down there. Or I often say, take a shower and not get his testicles wet. I mean, the point yeah, is, you know, yeah. lean, lean and mean and good sex go together. Very interesting and, and important. Right. What about foods? What about nutrition and foods? I mean, you've well, all, you hear all these things about aphrodisiacs and oysters well, better they they benefit the seller infinitely more than they benefit the buyer. And Patricia, I can tell you, having uh, been in this business a long time, the greatest aphrodisiac is love itself. I mean, that is the aphrodisiac. So, but um, there is the the cancer diet: very low fat, high protein, a lot of tofu. So, yeah, uh, uh, low in carbs. Uh, so, diet is very very important. Fruits, vegetables. Very, very important as you know opposed that, to... Uh, that's interesting because I've heard many times there's research that soy, tofu, which is based on soy, is not great right. for women, but it is good for men? Well, again, I am not a gynecologist, so it is part of what we call a prostate cancer prevention diet. Okay, the soy. Uh, and so tofu, yeah, is very high, very high in protein. Uh, so there's no really good scientific evidence, but there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that kind of supports that as being a good thing. But certainly weight control, cardiovascular fitness, you know, minimize your alcohol, absolutely no smoking, uh, mm-hmm. to say nothing of, you know, recreational drugs. But I was uh, going to ask you about alcohol because, you know, so many times when people drink too much, then they, they it's hard for them to perform true yeah, true so i think shakespeare said it you know 500 years ago he said uh, alcohol addeth to the desire but taketh from the performance so it gets rid of a lot of our inhibitions so a little i think is a very very good thing but a lot is a definitely a, a sexual depressant but but now if we look at marijuana that's different correct in terms of stimulation uh, well, again, it's you know it separates one from his environment. I think it gets uh, rid of uh, uh, the inhibitions, a lot of mm-hmm. especially amongst young people, performance anxiety. So I think it helps with regard to that. I think it also distorts time in a way, so mm-hmm. things seem to be a little bit more spread out, a little bit longer, and I think it retards ejaculation. So I think those things make uh, marijuana, especially for young people, a very attractive alternative. I'm not, I am not here advocating uh, the use of cannabis, but, but, mm-hmm. but I think those mm-hmm. are the qualities that make it very appealing to young people. Right. Well, and now they're using CBD oil. You know, just in terms of other things. Well, to help basically, it's just it's just cannabis, and you know whether they put it in a cookie or a cigarette or a brownie or, you know, uh, whatever. The the oil is just the extract. I mean, instead of smoking it, it's the active scientifically the active ingredient, but it is it is cannabis. I thought it. Well, I thought it wasn't as strong in the in the oils. 
I thought well, was again, difference. you know, it depends what's the concentration of the oil and how much yeah. are they using, yeah. you know. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I'm not the cooking maker. <laughs> yeah. So, but, they, you know, they're basically putting it uh, in everything. And there is a whole industry of people who take the, the plant and extract the oil and then basically wholesale the oil to all of the makers mm-hmm. of whatever it is they're selling at the mm-hmm. retail level. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about... A, you know, let's- Go, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and I think there's a, you know, it's such an early industry, and I think a lot about it we do not know. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's any standard concentration of the mm-hmm. cannabis in any, you know, any volume of the oil. I think you can get concentrated oil and more mm-hmm. dilute oil. So I, you know, I would just be cautious out there. I, I don't yeah, think we know research. enough. Yeah, yeah, do absolutely. some research. Yeah. yeah. What about other foods? What about foods that we should incorporate and maybe what should we avoid uh, to get well, a great start? Cer- certainly cholesterol. Anything high in cholesterol, you know, lipids, uh, you know, that is definitely a negative factor when it comes to sexuality. I think carbohydrates or wasted calories just add to your weight. And, uh, you know, so I think uh, low carbs, uh, low fat, High protein, lean meat, fish, poultry, uh, you know, vegetarians do very, very well. Mm-hmm. As I say, we talked about the tofu. Yeah. So I think those, are the, those yeah. are the things that should be out front. What about the green drinks? You know, the green, the vegetable drinks that have... Well, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, other than f- the fact that I don't think they're too tasty, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think they're great. You know, I think yeah. they have a lot yeah. of vitamins and minerals. I think they have a lot of the stuff that... Uh, uh, that's good, and mm-hmm. it doesn't clog up your arteries. Yeah, I think that's a real positive. What about men who've had issues, prostate issues, different issues? Talk about that and how they can still have an active life. Yeah, so let, let's not forget about you know the magic, uh, the magic pills, the Viagra, Cialis, Levitra. They're called PDE five inhibitors. They increase blood flow. Uh, they're not drugs of desire. They're drugs of performance. So they have extended uh, elder men or men with some medical illnesses. They've allowed them to have an erection long after they were physiologically able. And the younger men are using it, you know, to be the weekend warrior, which is a little dangerous. But the but the the pills are very very safe unless you have a cardiovascular disease with specific reference to coronary artery disease that requires nitroglycerin. So with the exception of that, they increase blood flow to everything. Uh, They've been uh, approved by the Federal Drug Administration, the FDA, for benign enlargement of the prostate, so they have the dual effect of helping men with the aging prostate and increasing blood flow, you know, to man's favorite body part. So those drugs are out there, and they're very useful. Yeah, I didn't know about the other use. Yeah, yeah. You know, we always hear about Viagra in terms of sexual performance. Yeah, but it's they're basically drugs that increase blood flow. That's the way they work, and they're extraordinarily safe. And you know, a multi, multi, multi billion dollar industry. They were all generic. Now they used to be very, very expensive, and now they're very, very inexpensive and readily available and generic and, and pharmacologically the same drug. Yeah, so that's really important. What about Cialis? Is that the well, same Cialis, thing? So Vi- Vi- Viagra is, uh, was the first, the, the first on the block, and Cialis 
was the second out there. And the advantage of Cialis, it has a longer half-life than, uh, so chemically that means the effect of the drug will last longer, about twice as long. So when you take Viagra, you need to be stimulated, and then you have about a six-hour window for mm-hmm. men to perform uh, with Cialis, uh, you take the same equivalent dose. You might have a 12-hour window uh, to perform. And, and these drugs have also, I might add, Patricia, been useful in female sexuality. I don't hold myself out to be an expert in that area. But if you think of the clitoris as a little penis without a hole in it, uh, the, these drugs will stimulate uh, you know, blood flow uh, to the clitoris. And they have been very useful in... in uh, in treating uh, female sexual dysfunction. Mm. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. All right, we're going to take a break, but just give us one tip uh, before we go in terms of um, something that you really, really need to look at, you know, that's really important. It can be something you've already said, but just really... You want to have? You want me to, you want me to give it life. now, or you want me to save it for after the break? Oh, that's a great idea. We'll save it for after the break, and then okay. then we'll talk about questions that every gay man should be asking their doctor as well. All right. Okay. So we're talking to Doctor Dudley Danoff, and he is a urologist. His book is the Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health, and he's really one of the most prestigious uh, urologists in the country. Has won many honors and written many books. And is offering some great advice to men about sexual health. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And again, Dr. Dudley Danoff, D-A-N-O-F-F. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back, and I'm talking to Dr. Dudley Danoff, and he's talking about ways that men can make this year their healthiest and sexiest year yet. Dr. Danoff is a, is an urologist, an author, and he is the urologist to many Hollywood stars in Los Angeles. He's a recipient of national, international honors. He has extensive surgical experience and expertise, particularly in the, in the treatment of prostate, kidney, and bladder cancers. And he's received, achieved worldwide net recognition. And we're talking today about what can we do to keep and maintain our sexual health. That's what we're looking at. Welcome back, Dr. Danoff. Oh, my so, pleasure. Yeah, so I know we're gonna, I'm going to ask you what are some, some tips, but here is a big question. You know, how much of, because, you know, we think about sex, it's also between our ears. You know, if, if somebody yells at us or screams at us, all of a sudden, we're not turned on anymore, right? Or they, or right. they feel shame. All of right. a sudden, that attractive person isn't. So how much of, of this is between our ears? I mean, you hear about affairs all the time. How much of that can be prevented? If Can we keep this alive? I guess my real question to you is, can couples in long-term relationships keep that sexual activity alive and healthy and exciting? Is it possible? Well, well it not only is possible, but I think a lot of people do it. Unfortunately, far fewer than, than, than we all would like. Yeah, I think uh, a long-term relationship in terms of sexuality uh, takes a lot of work. It, it takes a lot of ingenuity. Uh, it takes a lot of inventiveness. It takes a lot of creativity. It takes a lot of caring. It, it's hard, hard, hard work. Uh, yeah, the you've got to want beast, it. You've got to yeah, want it. Yeah. It's not just going to happen. The, you know, the nature of the beast is that the eye wanders, and, you know, the grass always looks greener on the other side. And, it, and in fact, it isn't. And very often I see, you know, you have a problematic relationship, and nothing works out. A man gets into another relationship. Now, he gets a whole new set of problems. So he's, he's resolved the other problems, but now he's faced with a new set of problems. And... Uh, and, and that sexual excitement that was new in the beginning in the first few months, a year, you know, it becomes like the old broom. It does. Mm-hmm. So you've got to work it out. I encourage all my patients who are having problems in long-term relationships, hard work, morning to night, flowers, surprise vacations, a kiss on the neck, a kind word, a gentle touch. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the things that are going to make it happen. And if you give on, up on that, you're doomed to failure. In other words, go back to courting. Bring the courting back. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm married for 45 years, and I go, I go out of my way. Uh, I, I occasionally even give up my golf game to take my wife out to a, you know, a, a beautiful lunch on a Saturday afternoon. You know, hold uh, hands and have a couple really? glasses of wine. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what's your secret, Doctor Danoff, to that? <laughs> after all those years, and talking <laughs> about this pure, so much in your work. No, no, a lot. Of course, look, with 
we try to be two intelligent people. You know, I'm in this business. I understand the psychodynamics of it. So I have a little bit of a leg up. You know, it's hard work, and I can tell you a lot of luck, too. So, uh, you know, to enjoy, you know, to enjoy good sexuality, you have to enjoy good health. So, yeah. you know, uh, we personally work very hard on our personal health, exercise every day, and watch our diet, uh, and, and try to avoid stress at all mm-hmm. costs. Stress is the killer. Uh, but for most healthy people, I mean, when, when I say healthy, I mean who have all of the physiologic factors, particularly in men, necessary to get an erection, the vascular uh, thing is intact, the neurologic is intact, uh, you know, all of the parameters are intact, then it's about 90% between your ears and about 10% between your legs. So the psychogenic factor is enormous particularly, particularly in male sexuality. I mean, a woman could fake it, but a man, you know, it's either out there or, or it isn't. So, but, but as you said, a lot of it starts in your head, right? I mean, well, you, you oh, have Oh, yeah. To... I, I, you know, sexuality for a man starts in your head. The, the first, the first uh, imagination, the first impulse that gets the cycle going is, 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 is psychogenic, mm-hmm. visual, uh, yeah. uh, s- sensory, smell, sight, mm-hmm. taste. Oh, uh, it's all, all, all mental. All right, let's talk uh, about some questions that every gay man should be asking his doctor. Well, certainly gay men are part of my urologic practice. I have an enormous number of uh, gay men. So the first thing I always say is a gay man is no different than a straight man in his emotions, in his, in, his, in his caring, in his ability to get erection, not get an erection, reach a climax. Everything that ap- applies to a heterosexual couple applies to a gay, to a gay um, uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, only di- the only difference is that uh, gay men are, uh, to a high degree, uh, involved in what we call high-risk sexual activity. So uh, in today's world, uh, to have unprotected uh, sex, uh, particularly if you are using high-risk behavior, uh, is something uh, which uh, unfortunately is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. But in every other way, in every other way, prostate issues, urinary tract infection issue, mm-hmm. erectile dysfunction is- issues. It's all a, the same. A gay man is no different than a heterosexual man or what a bisexual about, man. What about tra- a trans person? That's different, right? Or is well, it? Well, I, I do not uh, have any experience with, with the trans community. Uh, you know, okay. that's something new uh, to me. There are early in my career, I was involved uh, with some transactional surgery. Uh, I found it uh, very, very difficult to deal with many, many, many psychological practice uh, uh, problems, physiological problems, yeah. surgical problems. So in my practice, I'm not involved with that. So I would, I would defer to some expert in that area. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is with a man who's gay, the issues are the same. The Basically. same, the same, the same, and and just with the, uh, you know, be super aware of. I mean, you know, straight men uh, have sexual some sexual practices that are high risk, uh, and I'm not faulting high risk sexual practices, but uh, but to take the precaution of not having uh, unprotected sex 
particularly in any uh, uh, risky sexual activity, uh, is, is, is a must. It's, you, you just got to do that. What are some last-minute tips you have to close? What do you want to leave our, our men, our listening men and women with today about well, health I, I, and uh, sexuality it, in men? Well, uh, love is the greatest aphrodisiac. Uh, if you need a little help, the, uh, um, the little pills uh, help a lot. Uh, keep uh, negativity out of the bedroom. Uh, uh, have a positive attitude. And begin and end every day with a smile. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. How can people find you, Dr. Danoff, and your book? Uh, yeah, the, it, the, the Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. The Ultimate Guide. I think that actually the, the website is The Ultimate Guide to Male Health Without Sexual. www.theultimateguidetomalehealth. And okay. I'm at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Okay. Give me a All call. Right. Give me a visit. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the program. It was educational, enlightening, fun, inspiring. I mean, all of it. Thank you. Uh, Very kind words, Patricia. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay on the line for a second. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, or write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my email newsletter list so you can see the wonderful guests I have on the show. Until next week, have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.